Evening, folks. This is Jay from Jay Talk. And, of course, we have our wonderful friend, the co-host, Nick from the Nick Drop. Wow, we just chilling on the intro today. Yes, we are. Come on, man. It's, yeah. it's about self-care, you know? So I wanted to go all casual and laid back and chilling. We should you know? be smoking a doobie. <laughs> I don't know about that now. Well, I'm just saying, you know, uh, neither one of us do that, but it yeah. sounds like that would relax us. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how you doing, man? Doing all right. Doing all right. It's a good day at work, you know, getting things done. You know, I sold my place in Bandera. I'm trying to sell the RV now, so going through a little struggles with that, but hopefully everything will go good. I'll know by this time tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So, um, of course, I used my uh, infamous joke on Nick earlier today. I call him on the phone and I ask him, how you doing? He says, living the dream. And I respond with, nightmares are dreams too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yep. You're right. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, when you first hear it, it's just like, oh, uh, okay. I didn't think of it like that. You know, it's, but it's funny. It catches people off guard. It really does. Cause they just kind of look at you like, what? Well, see, it's funny because the, the senior vice president had asked me one day, months and months and months ago, how you doing today, Nick? And I said, living the dream. And he started doing that to everybody. So in a matter of days, everybody was saying it. I mean, everybody, all thousand people that work in that area. Living the dream? Okay, living the dream. Living the dream. Now I can go back if he says, how you doing? You know, so I, I used to say... What is it? Oh, whenever I would work at one of the customers, they asked me, so how are you doing? I said, I'm just plugging away. And somebody actually made a joke one time. They said, you must have been an electronic in a previous life. <laughs> Plug it away. Us old guys now that we're getting older, Yeah. when somebody says, how you doing? I'm still standing. Yeah, I know. There you go. Exactly. It's good to be standing. Exactly. So I got up from the bed. I could walk to the bathroom. We're good today. <laughs> yep. So other than that, that's pretty funny. So, but yeah, no, it's good, man. I'm glad. You know, it sounds like that, that preludes us into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Yes. Say positive things like living the dream. And even if it's kind of sarcastically, I'm still standing at this stage, it's good to be still standing. No, no, no. You know? And that's a thankfulness, you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, even though it's portrayed as sarcasm, you know, because yes. kind of being sorry, I'm just happy to be standing, you know? Well, it's sort of like the whole nightmares or dreams, too. It's sarcasm. It's, yeah. you know, being silly, you know? So. But it, 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 happy to be at this age, still, you know, still doing a job, still walking, still, you know, yep. take care of responsibilities, and yeah. It's important. Yeah. That kind of stuff's important. You Keeping structure, discipline in your life is a big deal. Yep. And we just got through Father's Day. Yep. So, you know what? We were both able to celebrate being fathers, and that's a good deal. Yes. So, you know. And the kids are happy. Yes. Yes. I mean, my kid, you know, they, as a matter of fact, my Nikki just, he was on the USS Nimitz. Yeah. Huge aircraft carrier in the Pacific Ocean. In the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Whatever. 
So he just got back into California the other day. Did he text you? So he was on it for a short stint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He texted me. Happy Father's Day. Good. That was good. Yeah, that is yep. good. So good for you, man. I'm happy for you. Yeah. So do we want to dive in or we got anything else Let's we dive. need to cover in? Let's dive. Okay. Well, Let's dive. so we kind of told you guys last week, this week's all about self-care, you know, and it's mental health. Self-care is the primary topic. So I've got um, two resources that I'm going to be bringing information from and you can jump right in at any time, Nick, if you got a question, you want to talk about it. And that's the point of this podcast is to talk about it because, you know, we've said it in the past, neither one of us are licensed psychiatrists or psychologists or counselors. Yeah, exactly. Now I did recently get this mental health first aider class. So that was really nice. But, you know, neither one of us are, are licensed professionals. So, you know, we're going to be referencing information we bring from other people, and we're going to be talking about it in, the, in a way that's just normal people would look at it. So, you know, and that's, that's how I like it. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give you the two places that I'm going to be getting information from, just so people, if you want to go look it up, you can. Um, the first one is the National Institute of Mental Health. And I'm just on their website, and I found an actual article where they say caring for your mental health. Right. So it was really interesting, and I liked it. And then the other one is the National Council for Behavioral Health. So one's the National Institute. The other one's the National Council for Behavioral Health. The nice thing, the National Council for Behavioral Health is the one that does the mental health first aid certification. So I'm All actually, right. I actually have my, um, my book. I got my uh, textbook from the class out. And right. I actually went to the chapter on self-care. So I'm going to be quoting information from both. Folks, I'm not going to sit there and say, you know, who I'm quoting from, I, you'll just have to kind of figure it out or go read for yourself. Right. So, no offense. Some of it will be obvious. Some of it will not. But um, I did find something interesting. What was it? It was over here. Okay. So, I wanted to read you this. this it, it was very interesting. Was it this one? Oh, no, it is over here. Sorry, it's in the textbook. Um, Okay, so this was really interesting. I want you to listen to this. To be able to care for people as a mental health first aider, you must first take care of yourself. It's like the advice we're given on airplanes. Put on your own oxygen mask before trying to help somebody else with theirs. Taking care of yourself is a valid goal on its own, and it helps you support those around you. I was like, okay, go ahead. So, no, that's so very true, and you need to do that. That's one of the things that I've been struggling with for the last, I don't know how many years, because I want to say I did that because I went to college, I got a degree, I got a job, I made it a career, 
I did, you know, I stayed in the business. Right. I've been working for the same area company for the last 26 years. Right. So that right there is part of the things that you have to do when I said earlier, structure and discipline to maintain your mental health. But one of the things that I left out of my thought process was, was the caring for I did that, but I didn't feel like I was ever caring for me. I was always concerned about everybody else. Right. Whether it be the wife or the girlfriend or the kids or the friends or the family or the, you know. Right. There are se- I, I've probably had several examples over the course of time doing these podcasts of where I ended up being the middle guy trying to make everybody happy and ended up pissing everybody off, you know. Yes. I know Struggling what you mean. With things like that when we were going to go out and have dinner with my dad and the youngest one has been having some issues with dad. So the oldest, one of the other ones didn't want it, you know, that kind of thing. I know. I know. But I, I, and I'm struggling now because I walked away from all of that narcissism. And I do struggle now as to simple things. If I meet somebody and want to go out on a date, I'm like clueless. Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? And, inst- you know, we've talked about that several times. Right. I'm just like, what are you hungry for? All right, we'll do that. Well, that's not really what women want. Right. Know? Yeah. I'm confident. I stand tall for a guy that's 59 years old. I don't slouch. I don't have, you know. Right. I might have a little gray or whatever, you know, no hair, but um, I struggle with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got that cool salt pepper, man. Mine's just no color. It's just there. I know. I'm just messing with you, man. But the the thing is, is... It's hard because I've always just been a follower. Okay. You know, my buddies that I hung out with, they'd call me and go, hey, it's Taco Tuesday. Let's go. Okay. I never made the initial thing to say, hey, let's go to Taco Tuesday or, hey, let's go let's go for a motorcycle ride. Let's go see a movie or, you know. Right. I'd go, what, if, if I was dating somebody, I'd go, what do you want to do tonight? You know, it's right. date night. Where do you want to go? What are you hungry for? You know, and I always end up dating the women that want to take that control, and I relinquish that control, and that's not necessarily a good thing. No, not always. Not so always. So being self-care, you really need, I need to learn to take a look at that. Yes. And there are times that I, as a man, need to control the environment. So I, it's funny you talk about this. We're going to get into what you're talking about. Because I actually, it, it one of the points that they made in the book is with self-care, where do I start? And yep. it, it, they have a great list here, okay? It was really interesting. But I want to skip over to the website and kind of read what they said. And they say, you know, mental health includes emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, act, make choices, and relate to others. Mental health is more than an absence of mental illness. It's essential to your overall health and quality of life. Self-care can play a role in maintaining your mental health and help support your treatment and recovery if you have mental illness. So it's mental health is more 
than just the absence of a mental illness. But what they're saying is, is you don't have to have a mental illness to want to deal with your mental health, to have self-care. And I think right. that's what people neglect to think about is, is, oh, well, you know, mental health is only for people who have superior depression or, you know, ADHD, narcissism, or, I mean, there's all of those. Bipolarism. Yes. All of those. Yes, exactly. No, 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 no. Mental health is for everyone. We all have uh, a brain. We all have emotions. We all have mental health that we need to maintain. Right. And even us normies, even us, well, I, yeah. We're all crazy, so I don't know about any normies. Well, I think considered to people that have addictions to drugs and alcohol, we're considered normies. Well, okay, and if you look at it like that, they probably look at us as normies, but I don't think anyone's normal, but, you know, that's me. (laughs) Well, everybody has a definition of normal. That's true. Good point. Yeah. See, and my definition is there is no normal, so... We've made this joke before, folks. You know, what was it when we're dating? We're finding someone. Oh, I found it. This was really great. We're we're always trying to find someone who matches our crazy, right? Yes. Somebody made a comment earlier today to me that I thought was really good. I got to find it because it was really important. It really was. Um, See, the trick, while you're looking for that, the trick ahead. for me is I need to acknowledge what my crazy is. Yeah. You know, what level do I have and what is my crazy? Right. You know, am I, you know, am I don't know. I'm a drinker, you know, so I drink. Some people don't. Is that part of my crazy? Yes. I ride a motorcycle. That's a lot of people go, why do you do that? You're going to get killed. You know? Right. Well, you know, the good Lord is going to take us whenever he wants to take us, whether we wear a helmet, ride a motorcycle, fly a plane, driving a car. So that's the way I look at it. Yes. So so where, you know, I need to find out my level of crazy and then put that in my profile on whatever dating site I'm on and go, okay, here's my level of crazy. If you can match it, swipe right. (laughs) I know. I know. Bad idea. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Okay. Maybe it wasn't there. I got to, I'm sorry, folks, but this was really important because it was really. In my opinion, it was a really good comment. It, it, I think you folks will. Um, we make everyone is a bit crazy, is what I said. Me and you make jokes all the time. Finding someone who matches your crazy, right? Or somebody who balances your crazy. See, yeah, I, yeah, that's a good one. I was like, that's a really good response. Somebody who balances you. You know, well, see, wouldn't that kind of thing you could start the balance process of a relationship with the five love languages? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you're both in the same quality time, physical touch or whatever, or acts of service and, you know, gift giving, if you're both on the same page and you give and receive the same kind of language, that starts your balance. Yes. 100%. Yes. No, I agree with you. Yeah. That was, you know, and that, that's, that's the whole thing. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Um, the whole I love language. To find somebody that's, a, that, that knows how to listen and, and motivate you. Okay. 
you know, when you just have that normal, you know, I need to vomit, bitchy day. Yes. You had a rough day at work, and they sit there and listen, and they don't try to fix a problem, but they have positive things to say. Is yeah, baby, you had a rough day. You know, let me rub, let me rub your shoulders, or just give you a big hug, or I'm just here to listen. You but, know. But the, here's the whole thing: if you don't practice your own self care, how can you have the mental health to listen to their rough day without getting torn down yourself? Right. But if you're work, if you're in a relationship and you're working and they're not, you know, how does that work? Well, it doesn't uh, mean they don't have rough days. Well, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is, um, example from a past relationship, I got to the point where I'm like, okay, I heard a success motivator say after work, you each get 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Yeah, or we've talked about this. You've told this story. Work, right? Yeah. Well. If you get five minutes or less and they get two hours, then they're not working on their side of the deal to listen. No, and that's not. the kind of stuff that gets frustrating. Now, have I done that before? Possibly, but not on a consistent level. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know I what you're talking about. Come back and say, hey, you know, I was frustrated yesterday. I really didn't listen to it. I want to apologize. I'm here for you now. Yeah, exactly. And I realized that, you know. Yeah. No, but see, I think that's part of the self-care is realizing, okay, I took a little too much out of the relationship. I need to give back. Yes. And, and that, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. So I, I do want to share this really funny thing. And we'll get right back to self-care, folks. But somebody posted um, a really great analogy of the five love languages. Since okay. you brought up the five love languages, I had to bring, I had to say it. And we'll get right back on track, folks. Um. Affirmation. Your coffee is delicious. Acts of service. I'll make you a cup of coffee. Receiving gifts. Here's a coffee. <laughs> Quality time. Hey, let's go get some coffee. Physical touch. Let me hold you like a coffee. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that person must really like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you got to admit that was pretty funny. So we'll get we back to like seriousness, to that. but that, that was funny. Well, we all like to do that. That's that's a good, all five of those can be done with coffee. Exactly. And we all like, well, most people do drink coffee. Yeah, or tea or something or, of that nature. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, something warm in the, yeah. yeah. Those are kind of, the, those are the best conversations to have is in the morning over coffee or over tea. And, exactly. You know, exactly. Okay. Good quality. So, okay, so about self-care. So I'm gonna, we're going to dive into this pretty hardcore. You interrupt me if you want to make comments about what I'm talking about. Don't, you know, just kind of, um, I'm not going to be watching Nick. I'm going to be reading, folks, so he's just going to interrupt me. We're just going to, we're going to go through this. Self-care means taking the time to do the things that help you live well and improve your physical and mental health. When it comes to your mental health, self-care can help you manage stress, lower your risk for illness, and increase your energy. Even small acts of self-care in your daily life can have a big impact. Here's uh, some tips to help you get started with self-care. So they actually have like seven or eight bullet points, eight bullet points here of things you can do that will help you in, in your self-care. Um, Get regular exercise, 30 minutes a day, do some jumping jacks, 
you know, uh, you know, a bike ride, you know, treadmill walk, you know, they're Wash just saying dishes, do the laundry, mop the floor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mow the lawn in Texas oh, heat. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, wait, we probably shouldn't be talking about Texas heat because that would make you pass out. Anyway, so go ahead. Right. Yeah. Um, eat healthy, regular meals and stay hydrated. You know? And the funny thing that's is, the, is we talk in Texas. That's, yeah. They talk about, it's funny, they, they actually say li limit caffeinated beverages, such as coffee. So yeah. we just talked about coffee. <laughs> so it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, make sleep a priority. So that was a really interesting. And so they actually talk about this, and I've talked about this on previous episodes. When I get in bed, the only thing I do when I get in bed is go to bed. I, right. I, I try not to touch my phone. I try not to do anything else. The only reason I'm in bed is to go to bed. If I want to read my phone, I go back in the living room, get in a recliner, I, I get up, I don't lay in bed. And that's one of the things that they talk about. Stick to a schedule. Blue light from devices and screens make it harder to fall asleep. You know, so you try to find a blue light exposure reducer or whatever, you know, um, have a certain point. 30 minutes before you go to bed where you try to put those things away or don't look at them. That's really hard. I know on a lot of us, we're so stuck to our phones, but it's really interesting. They talk about that. Um, relaxing activity. Um, wellness programs, you know, like meditation, rela breathing exercises, you know. Um, Does laying in bed, binge watching TV, does that count? Um, I don't know if they count it, but if you're doing breathing, I guess you could. Well, <laughs> yeah. back, just watching TV. You're I know. Not really, you know. I know. I don't know if that's the same thing as being on a phone. They never really said that the see, blue from the TV yeah, but see, would affect your sleep. Well, okay, but this is, I actually read an article where they said that if you get in bed and watch TV in bed, that... When you go to get in bed and you don't want to watch TV that night, your your body doesn't know what to do. Because what do you do? You get in bed. You've trained your body, your mind, to think that when you lay down, you're supposed to be watching TV. You're not supposed to be going to sleep. It's actually a mind trick. You're training your mind that the bed is to watch TV. It's not to fall asleep. So and See, that's where I live. Yeah. Is get back in my bed, yeah. whether I'm on a computer, whether I'm making phone call, anything. Right. I don't sit in the living room. I don't watch TV in the living room. I do it here. But here's the thing that that, co that works with that is I cannot go to sleep without focusing my brain on something other than daily life. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know. Oh, yeah, I this know. Or this is what I need to do tomorrow. and. My brain starts going bananas. Overactive so brain. Turn, yeah, so I have to turn the TV on so that I can close my eyes and focus on what's going on the TV. Yep. Like NCIS or, or Criminal Minds, something like that that I've seen before. Right. So I don't have to jump up and look at a specific section because I already know what's going on. Right. Visually. Right. So I can just listen, and it takes all that focus away, away from daily life. 
what I need to do at work tomorrow, what I, you know, I got to run errands, I got to get the tagged for the truck, the motorcycle needs to be fixed, or I need to take Andrew's, Andrew's truck, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, that's why I know a lot of people, they do those white noise machines where it's waves, oh, yeah. waterfalls, rain, and, uh, yeah. lightning, thunder. Surprisingly, it's, it, and it's really crazy. Now, I will tell you, there was a really funny thing. I used to, I, I've always had an overactive brain. I've always had insomnia all my life, okay? But there's actually a really funny thing that my grandmother taught me, and it's really hilarious. It actually works. There are a couple of times it didn't work perfectly, but it does work, okay? Nothing works 100%. Okay, well, and I'm, you're going to laugh at me when I tell you why. Okay. Okay. So my grandmother, okay, told me, lay on your side, stick your arm in the air. Like up high up in the air, like you're laying like... Yes, stick your arm in the air, okay? After a minute, it's going to start to hurt. But your brain, you're telling it, keep it in the air. After a while, the only thing your brain can think about is that arm in the air and that's all you can think that's all you focus on you can't think of anything else it has worked countless times for me it's almost like counting sheep but the problem is is it's a physical situation whereas counting sheep is just a mental a physical is kind of it overwhelms the senses because you're holding it up it hurt it starts to hurt after a while because you're holding it in an uncomfortable position so I'm really bad about the counting sheep thing because if I try to do that, so a sheep jumps over the fence, yeah. right? So then I I, I got to change because a sheep climb under the fence, and then I change the color of the fence, and then I change the height and yeah. the width of the fence, and then I I start imagining all these things that can happen other than the sheep just jumping over a regular fence, right? Next thing you know, they're in the city dancing down the street, <laughs> like. Or water okay. skiing, yeah, folks. You know, they're water skiing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, there you go. But but so the, the, the holding the arm in the air is guaranteed. There's no sheep to count. You just You're focused on one thing. Keeping your arm in the air. Okay, so yes. here's the backfire. Every once in a while, it will fall wrong and it will hit you on the side and you wake up. <laughs> it's it doesn't happen often. But every once in a while, and it's a rude awakening because you're just like, you just slapped yourself on the side. You know, right. it's just like, wait, what the hell was that? Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, but at that point, you're half asleep, so it's not hard to get back where you were. No, it's not. And you're exactly right. You, you do get back to sleep a lot easier because your brain is not fully woken up. It's just, you know. Yeah. So it's a really crazy thing. You know, hey, folks, if you have problems going to sleep or your kids are having problems, tell them that. I was very surprised. It's the, what do they call it, the old wives' tale, old school of thought, you know? It's just like kind of something. But when you think about it, it makes complete sense. Yep. You know? Because you're focused. Because I can see holding it up there is a task in itself. Yes. Because you're trying to go to sleep, but you're holding your arm up there. And eventually it's going to start to hurt. Yes. And you're going to be focused on the pain yep. and trying to get the pain to go away 
while you're holding your arm. I I can see that. Now, yeah. see, I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just you know, and you know what, folks, give us some feedback. If you listen to the episode, yeah. you try it out. Let us know if it works for you. Okay, so let's let's get back to um, sleeping and relaxation. Um, set goals and priorities. Now, this one is very similar to one in the book, but I think the book does a better job. But I'll just say it real quick. Decide what must be done now and what can wait. Learn to say no to new tasks. If you start to feel like you're taking on too much, try to be mindful of what you have accomplished at the end of the day, not what you have been unable to do. So focus on the good, what you really accomplished. Don't focus on what's lingering. You know, it can be done tomorrow. Just let it go. It can be done tomorrow. So, I'm really good about that. Good. That's really good. Yes. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the one over here, I don't think you're as good at. We'll oh, yeah? See. Yeah, we'll see. I ain't scared. Okay. Um, gratitude. Practice gratitude. Remind yourself daily of things you're grateful for. Be specific. Write them down at night. Or replay them in your mind. And so if you write them down, it forces you to acknowledge them. Right. And it's a good way to look at the self-care because you can then look at that list and it's like, okay, you know. And the next day when you go to write a new list, will you see your old list. So you're getting the gratitude from the day before and then you're writing down new gratitudes. I've done. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Now I'm saying I've done something similar to that to motivate myself and keep myself positive that I would write stuff down and put it on the bathroom mirror so that in the morning when I'm brushing my teeth or shaving or doing whatever in the mirror, combing my hair, <laughs> I would look at those and, and, and reread them. Right. You know, and then that would motivate me. That would start off as a positive thing. For my day. So I did something. So I've done something similar to that. No, that's really cool. I have never done anything like that. So that's actually really cool. That's a good idea too. write them down the night before your, your, your gratitudes and then have something a little, one of those suction cup clips, put that on your mirror and then just every day, hang a new one up. That way, when you get up in the morning, yeah, yeah, you can do that too. But I did, you know. Then they, after a while, you get so many of them on there, then the original ones start to fall off, and you're staying focused on the ones that are still there. You yes. know what I'm saying? No, that's a good point. That's a, I like that. I like that. Uh, focus on positivity. Uh, identify and cha- challenge your negative and unhelpful thoughts. So get rid of those teardown thoughts. You know, people are going right. to tear you down already. You know, you don't need to tear down yourself, too. It's just like kids bullying. Yes. That's what they're, they're, they're going to make themselves, they're going to build themselves up and put everybody down. Yes. And even in the adult, it's, it's nothing like used to walk, you know, I'm only five foot five. And there was a safety guy that was six, four, and he would walk up and pat me on my, Hey, little man. Hey, little Nikki, you know, and that's very demeaning. Yes. It's very disrespectful. It's very, I'm bigger than you. I'm powerful than you. You're a little man and pat me on the top of my head. Oh, it used to get under my skin. Yes. So, and I 
dismissed it for the longest time, and then finally I said something to him. No, Good can't say it on the air because I, I, I flat out just said, look. And he did it to one of our senior, one of our uh, CEOs of the company. Yeah. We were standing in line at a manager's meeting, and the CEO of the company was two people in front of me, and he walked up to him, and he goes, hey, little man, and he didn't pat him on the head, but it he completely dismissed it. The CEO of the company, and it made me really think, he has a focus so hard, he's not going to let stuff like that bother him the least little bit. Oh, yeah, no, he knows that I mean, guy's he nothing. He squashed him like a bug. He was just a safety guy. Yeah. You know, I don't know how many rungs up the CEO of the company was. Yeah. But he called, well, hey, little man, how are you doing? And he just, like, it was nothing. And I thought, that's what I need to do. See, um, okay, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that little man comment, that's a little. It's yeah. harsh. Yeah. It's disrespectful. It's degrading. And it was just to build him up. Now, I, I kind of want to back up here something before I forget. What was the first thing you talked about was um, the first thing in that list, something about setting the goals for your day or achieving, you know, what you set out to do. I, I'm not wording it correctly, but Which it had one? something to do with, you, you know, and I set said. Your, I, set your goals and priorities. Decide what must be done now and what can wait and learn to say no to new tasks. Is that what you're absolutely. talking about? That's what I want to focus on. I know so many people that will wake up on a Saturday and they will have 5 million things to do before it gets dark that night. And by the end of the day, they didn't get one of them done. Oh, yeah. I know. I know so many people that do that. I'm like, first off, why do you have 5 million things to do over the weekend? I've got so much to do and I don't have any time. No. You need set your priorities. This is the one thing that I'm really good at because, you know, I work half days on Fridays and I go Friday afternoon is when I can run my errands because places are open and, yeah. you know, if I need to do a dentist appointment or see the doctor or anything like that, anything like that. Right. Run errands, get the truck inspected, whatever I got to do. And I set my goals according to what I think I can pull off during the day. Right. So let's just say, for example, I did this last Friday. I needed to have the oil change in the truck. I needed to have inspected. I figured that was going to take me about an hour and a half. Right. So I get off work at a certain time. It takes me this much time to get home. I come home. I eat a quick little lunch. I grab a soda or grab a Gatorade or grab a water. I'm out the door. Certain amount of time. An hour and a half later, I should be done with my task. Yeah. You know, I'm back at the house. And then that's how I work my deal. I see people that go, okay, I get off work at a certain time and I need to get the truck inspected and the oil changed and all that stuff. And they get home and it's two and a half, three hours before they even leave the house because they found, oh, well, I might as well start some laundry before I go or, oh, I might as well make a list to go to the grocery store later. You know, they don't stay focused on what they're supposed to do because they found something up the trash needs to be taken out. Right. I didn't, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So they end up doing five different things or starting five different things and then going, oh, my God, it's 4.30. I got to haul ass to get the truck inspected and they're all changed before they close. Right. Then they fly over there, and sometimes they'll make it at the last minute. 
Sometimes they, they won't make it all. Yeah. But on the way over there, they're like, no, I forgot to go get that thing that I need for this thing that, you know, I need to take care of tomorrow. Right. And they end up never getting the truck, never getting any of it done. You know, they never took the truck. They took the trash to the door, but never took it out. To, yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. So, and then, the, of course, the trash can, all males don't put the bag back in the trash can. So, you know, yeah, it's half-assed done. Then mama comes home and. Now you get an ass chewing for, you know, can't you just put, you know, that kind of thing. I know a lot of people that have that, you know, I set my goals and I'll short set them. I'll say, this is what I'm going to get done today. And if I get them done and I still have more time, then I'll go, what can I do? Right. And then finish it. Well, you know, I'm very proud of myself for being that way. Okay. Good, good, good. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. So I... On some days, we'll set a goal. And honestly, depending on what the goal is, sometimes I'll be frustrated, sometimes I won't. But I don't overload myself. So, a good example, okay? I told my kids, Saturday morning, I'm going to get up. And I always try to go grocery shopping in the morning because H-E-B is a nightmare unless you go like, Eight o'clock in the morning. Right. No, you know, no offense, just it's it's a nightmare. So I get up and I generally go at eight AM. Well, Saturday morning, honestly, I just wasn't feeling it. I came and I wanted to do some I just wanted to relax. So whether right. it's play, you know, Xbox or um watch a little TV, I honestly I just made some breakfast, relaxed a little. You know, and I actually packed a little this weekend, you know. Um, So I actually went around and was packing up stuff, you know, in the house, you know, because that's one of my goals. It's it's a goal that I've set and, you you know, I want to do it. So I I have a box, you know, we talked about it. I have one of these plastic tubs and I filled one of them up and packed it up and packed it nice and clean, sealed it and stacked it. And yeah, so. um. I didn't go grocery shopping. Okay. So Sunday morning, I get up, take a shower. I go to the grocery store, 8 a.m., 8.30-ish. I get home, you know, at 9.30, 9.45. And, you know, we unload the groceries, turn around, go to church, come back home, celebrate Father's Day. Yep. You know what? I still achieved my goal. Just right. Did, didn't achieve it on the day that, you know, and, and that's the whole thing is sometimes you have to think about your self-care and, and make sure it, if you can adjust your goals, adjust them. I mean, why yeah, not? But it, it, when you do it every once in a while, it's not a big deal. When you adjust them every time, huh. that tends to be a problem. Right. Yes. You know, no, I know you what you're saying. Store and it's a week later, right. and you're having to go in rush hour at 5 o'clock after work, and you got to pick up the kids, and you got to, you know what I'm saying? I know. And they make that havoc and, and that drama in their lives because they didn't do the goals that they originally set out to do. Right, right. So, but that's that, drama the, people. Yeah. Okay, so we've, we just finished positivity, negative and unhelpful thoughts. Stay connected. This is a really good point, and I love this one 
Because, folks, if you listen to the episode with Pastor Shannon, this is a really key point he talked about. Reach out to your friends or family members who can provide emotional and practical help. Emotional support, practical help. And he talked about, you know, the culture of, of we don't get together as families, as friends, as like we used to, you know, and we're missing that, I, I guess you'd call it community. Right. You know, and so that, that, that's one of the interesting points. So that, that's all the ones, you know, when they're talking about self-care over on the website. Now, I think those are really good ones. Um, My mother... Wanted wants us to be a blue blood family, family, blue blood family. Why can't I say that all of a sudden? I know. Blue blood family. Okay. Every Thursday, you know, on Blue Blood, the the TV show, they have dinner as a family. And my mother wanted to do that, and she said, because you know we got people in in Galveston and Pearland, and I'm over here in Mount Bellevue and blah, blah, blah. You know, so we're, right. we're 45 minutes to an hour away. So it's tough to do a Thursday, you know, once a week. So she tried for once a month. I was the only one that showed up. Okay. You know, it, it became a struggle to do that. Then we tried it once a quarter, and we made it a couple of times, but just life got too busy. Right. And that's sad for all of us, and I, I'm included. You know, me, my sisters, and brothers, we're all guilty. Right. But we needed to make that a priority. That was, that was, yeah. And so now I will tell you this. My parents, now it's not as often, but my parents still have dinner at their house Sunday after church. And do you go? I don't go as often as, like, my brother goes all the time. My other brother goes not all the time, but quite often. My sister goes quite often. Not all the time, but quite often. They all go more than I do. But the point is, is, you know, they have Sunday dinner pretty regularly at my parents' house. That's good. Yeah. That's important. Yes, yes. I I told my parents. An hour and a half a time. Yes, I know. And I told my parents, I was like, no offense, I'm not going to be there every Sunday. I said, it's just not my thing. Um, I said, but I'll come over every once in a while. I said, you know, it, it's, they understand that I need my space too, right. you know, yeah. and so I'm dealing with my things. And so they're not going to force that issue, but. They're happy to see me when I can come or when I do come. You know? And it's it's tough to do that when you're 45 minutes to an hour away. I know. You know, as so I went and had dinner with my mother and my sister, I was just going to go have dinner with mom. Yeah. And my sister said, I want to see my brother because I haven't seen her in forever in a day, too. So uh, we literally went over, had a quick dinner, maybe an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Right. And Jerry and I were back off because, you know, we didn't get over there like 6.30. It was, you know, 7.30. We were sitting there done, and Jerry's like, I need to go home because I got to get ready for work tomorrow, that kind of thing. And I said, okay. Yeah. And Mom's like, yeah, I wish I'd have had more time, but I'm thankful for y'all guys coming over for dinner, you know. Exactly. So, yeah, it, it's, I want to I get back to that being important to me. I understand that because you know what? I, we're not guaranteed my, tomorrow. 
Yeah, both of my parents are fixing to turn 80. Yeah. You know, and they're both kicking just fine, but you never know, you know. Well, in Houston, you really never know. Right. <laughs> I keep laughing. You know, and my mother went, it was a hundred and what, two, hundred and three degrees a day? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. She Murder. was out playing golf. I know. Out playing golf. I know. I know. Gotta love your mom. Yeah, she told me uh Sunday, she said, I've got a half a case of Pedialyte. I've got two cases of water, and I'm going to start drinking them right now so that I can get my body plenty hydrated for when we go out there. Now, these ladies are smart. Their golf carts are completely covered. They have fans that blow mist yes. right on them. I mean, they don't play. They want to play golf, and they're going to figure out a way. Yeah, and they do Some it safely. Them- I mean, with that kind of – they're taking the oh. extra needed precautions to keep themselves – Cool and hydrated. She plays with a couple of ladies that have their own golf carts that have AC. Yeah. So they'll take turns riding with them so they can cool off between, you know, every two or three holes. Yeah, there you go. That's really really nice. So It's a big deal for her. I mean, playing golf in 102-degree weather. I know. I know. But, you know. Okay, so I'm going to switch over to the textbook. Okay. Okay. With self with self care, where do I start? Now this is interesting. Um, I'm going to do the goals first because because okay. where do I start is really good, but I think the goals are really kind of nice too. What are we at? Okay, we're, we're, I got to hurry it up. So uh, self care is not simply about limiting and addressing professional stressors. It's also about enhancing your overall well-being and goals of wealth of self-care include taking care of physical and psychological health, managing and reducing stress, recognizing emotional and spiritual needs, fostering and sustaining relationships, and achieving balance in different areas of one's life. Pretty straightforward stuff. You're right. Pretty yeah. straight. Okay. So, okay, now we're going to get down to the self-care, where do I start? Uh, Although self-care means different things to different people, there's a basic checklist that can be followed by all of us. And I like this list because it was very interesting. Create a no list. This one's a no list. Let me finish. No, I get it already. With With things you know you don't like, or that you no longer want to do. Examples might include not checking emails at night, not attending gatherings you don't like, or not answering your phone during lunch or dinner. Create a no list. And so, you know, what, it's sort of like, you know, we, I create a no list of women that I won't date. Right. It's no different. You're creating a no list for people that you want to surround yourself with. Right. You know, and so that's where I think is a really good one. You've come a long way since we've started yeah. this podcast on the no list. Yes. So yes. just my observation as a friend. No, and th- but you're absolutely right because I didn't have a no list. I was a whatever. Yeah. That, that was a problem. Yeah. Because it put me in an area where it became uncomfortable and yeah 
yeah it was just not not a good way to do it you know maybe you should put on your no list to i i don't want to let the girl pick the restaurant on our first date right make it your no list say i'm always going to pick the restaurant i'm getting better at that i know i know we talk about that yeah yeah. uh strive for a nutritious healthy diet uh pretty straightforward get enough sleep we've already talked about that what is the definition of enough sleep seven said that earlier seven to eight Seven to eight hours? Seven to eight hours. I get about... I'm in bed for about seven to eight, but I actually track my sleep. Some nights I only get three hours. Some nights I get five and a half. Right. That's about me, five to six. Right. But that's the most I ever get. So on the nights it's three, three and a half, it's a rough day at work. Right. So... um. Get the recommended routine medical uh, medical care. You know, that's pretty straightforward. Right. Try relaxation exercises. Not just exercising, but relaxation exercises. I guess they would say like yoga or something like that. That's something that will calm your brain. Calm, yeah, de-stressing, calming, exactly. Good call. Yep. So spend enough time with your loved ones. That's a good one. I've definitely been doing that lately. You have? Yes. Good. Spending more time with my kids. Good for you. Yeah. Do at least one relaxing activity every day, such as a walk or 30 minutes unwinding. What do you consider unwinding? Unwinding. You know, if watching a TV show is is the way you unwind, then do that. You right. know, um, I used to make the uh, the joke all the time. You know, people didn't understand why I played video games. They actually let me de-stress because I clear my head to focus on the game. So that means I have to dump everything out. I can't focus on whatever's going on through the day. All the emotions are gone. I'm literally dumping my brain for that whatever long it, I am playing a video game. People don't always understand that. It's really interesting that somebody made a TikTok talking about it, you know, because a lot of women hate guys who game, but you know where the guy is. He's in the same house as you just because he's on a video game. He's not out getting drunk. He's not out hitting on other women. He's not out doing anything else. He's at home. You can literally walk over, tap him on the shoulder and say, honey, can you help me with this? And he'll probably tell you, hey, after this match, but it's not like you've got to call him and say, hey, can you, honey, can you? Well, I'm, I'm a little drunk, so g- give me a bit. i got to find a ride home. No, no right. you got to do that shit. No Come offense. get me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, I mean, yeah. So, you know, de-stressing, you know, and that's a really good one. Um, See, here's the funny thing about TV is one of the things that made watching TV so awesome and so popular back in the day was it helped you escape reality. Yes. And then all of a sudden, these new kids want to watch reality TV. Yes, I know. know, I like to watch um, sci-fi movies, Star Wars, all the Marvel movies, all that kind of stuff. Fiction stuff. All of them. Fiction stuff, because it takes me out of reality for that two hours of the movie. Yes. So, Avatar. You know, oh, great movie. How awesome would it be to be living in that 
you know, yes. and if you get your mindset off everything else, you're living that in there. You know, yeah. you're in there with them. Yeah. Yeah. So sort of like all of a sudden, I want to watch reality and see people fall and hurt themselves, and they think that's funny, and I don't get all that. Yeah. See, that's why I like fiction books. I love to read fiction books. And so, yeah, the same situation. You know, I love a good example. I love the Hunger Games books more than I did the movies. Right. I, I love Divergent books more than I did the movies. I mean, it was really, they're really great books. So. This is this one's a good for, good one for you. Do at least one pleasurable activity every day, like cooking, meeting with friends, or going to the movies. But you know what do you consider pleasurable? For me, it was playing a video game, right. you know, or playing with my kids, or watching a TV show with my kids, or. You know, we've got this new axe throwing wall we built in the backyard. You know, that is putting it up was murder in 101 weather, but still throwing the star, throwing the the, the the knives and the stuff. That's been a lot of fun. You know, right. so pleasurable activity. You know, it's focused on that. Just don't do an activity, but do a pleasurable activity. Do something you enjoy, even if it's 30 minutes. Everybody needs something, you know, that brings you a smile. Right. And I'm biting my lip because that is very G-rated. Because there are pleasurable activities that can relax you. That are non-G-rated, yes. They're not G-rated, yes. Yes. But the point is, is it's got to be something. And you know what? It doesn't matter. Correct. Look for opportunities to laugh. Oh, that's awesome. Everybody loves to laugh. Yes, they do. They really, really do. You know, it's really funny, folks. If you, don't, if you can't find uh, anything to, to laugh at, just go to Walmart. You'll be fine. <laughs> that's, that, that is so true. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was really cold-hearted. But, but it's the truth. Go to Walmart at about 8 to 10 o'clock at night. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So the yeah, it's last really th- bad at three and four o'clock in the morning when they're open twenty four hours. So don't do that. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, that's yeah. So the the last thing on this on this one, I really I love this. Remember, you can't assist others. I mean, not just as a first aider, but as a friend. You can't assist others without taking care of yourself. Because how are you going to help your friend and their mental health if you're not in the right place to help them? And, and I think that's a key point. People don't, don't remember that. Well, you know? as a caregiver, you, you don't have time to think about yourself because you're worried about them. You want to help them. You want to, you know, because you're a caregiver. Now, to be a caregiver, you have to have confidence in yourself and you have to have a structure and discipline about your life to be able to do that. Yes, but those people then struggle with mental health themselves if they don't take the time to do some self-care. After a while, it's going to tear them down. See, it's funny because I never really thought of it that way over the course of my life. Yeah. That I needed to focus on me to self-care 
I would, in my mind, build myself up to the point of being a caregiver. I have to be strong. I have to do, I have to do, I have to structure myself a certain way. I have to discipline myself a certain way to be able to care for this person who can't, I don't know, see whatever. Okay, so I got a great example for you. And I know you already know this, but I'm going to say it because some people probably don't think about it. I wasn't thinking about it. Okay. You are an example. You are an example to your friends. You're an example to your kids. You're an example to your family. And if you don't, self-care, you're teaching them not to self-care either. Right. Especially with your kids. If you don't take time for yourself to put yourself in a good place, how are you going to help your kids put themselves in a good place? That is very true. And that's, I I guess I just really thought of that, you know? Right. Well, we don't always... Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're always there for our kids. Yes. So. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, honestly, it, it goes back to put your own oxygen mask on and then help your kid. Because you know right. what? If you're helping your kid and then you pass out, you're both dead. Yep. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry on that situation. So that's what they're you know and so i always look at it as the example we're the example if we don't take time to take care of ourselves are we setting a good example for our kids and teaching them to take care of their mental health taking care of right. their themselves see and that to me was just a necessity i had to do it it was a given in my head yes it's a gift i have to be respectful responsible and that's the way it is. That's just the way it's going to be, especially around my kids, you know. Right. So, But see, okay, like when Andrew, you know, passed away, you know, I was strong. I mean, we've, you've, you've told me this numerous times. You know, I was insanely strong for, for doing what I did. But, you know, and, and you made the comment, do you ever deal with your own emotions. And I do. You know, I and and we talked about this. I go to, you know, the funeral, I mean, I go to the cemetery. I take 5 minutes and I just deal with those emotions. I do it in spurts, but I do practice self-care because I'm not doing my kids. I need them to understand that they can also let the emotions happen. Well, I, talk about strong I remember saying that to you at the wake, or if that's what they called it. Yeah, the memorial service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Memorial service. I looked at you and I said, brother, I know how it feels to lose somebody because my first wife passed away. Right. And I had a meltdown. You know, I kind of lost it probably four months later. And I was with my brother, so I was safe and everything was fine. And I looked at you and I said, I know how that feels if you ever feel like you're going to have a breakdown, call me. I will be there if it's 2 o'clock in the morning and you looked at me and you go, I appreciate that, brother, but I don't have time to do. I don't have time for that right now. I've got three kids i got to take care of. 
And I thought, oh, my God. That was just amazing that you said that. It it was like you do need to self-care, but right now you can't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you took care of the responsibilities you need to take care of, and then you found a way to have your moments. Yes. Because we're all going to have them. Yes. 100%. So I thought that was amazing because I didn't know, you know, when I lost, when that all happened, I didn't know what to do. I was kind of in limbo. I was in shock for quite a while. Oh, yeah. We're and, never taught how to handle that. Yeah. yeah. And then one day it just like literally kicked me in the teeth. Right. You know. Exactly. Caught me off guard. And luckily I said my brother was there and he just, you know. Well, he, and you he just. Go ahead. No, 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 and then that's that's a and that's a valid point. I mean, and you had your brother, and so for me, I think it was really important. You know, I think I talked about this before. Somebody gave me, you know, an anonymous donation because they wanted me and the family to go on vacation, get away from right. the house. Remember, we talked about this, and I think that was a good self care moment because I didn't have responsibilities of cooking for the family. I didn't have responsibilities of going to work every day. You know, all we had to do was get up and go have fun. Right. You know, that was the goal for a week, you know? And so it's, that's the kind of thing that you, you know, it's really crazy, but I would say anyone that's going through this, you need to take a vacation. Yeah. Within the first six months. I, I think it's really a good self-care. It really did wonders. And the other thing I did, I had never done before. I actually went and got a massage. Oh, wow. And I had got, I got three massages because somebody told me that it allows you to basically, they're going to push all the tension and it's going to allow your body to relax, which which may help your mind to relax. Yep. And I and did three. Hurts. I did three massages within the first four months, and I will tell you, it actually works. It was really good. So there was some self care there that I was doing for myself, just differently. You know, it's it worked for me. I'm not saying it works for everyone. The vacation doesn't work for everyone. It worked for me. Right. You know, um, but I think it was good. You know, me and my three kids, we went and we had a great time. You know, it was a really wonderful and there was a lot of bonding, you know, so I think that's that's, awesome. that's always awesome. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so here on. No, I'm, I'm saying because of all this stress that I'm going through right now with selling my place up in Bandera and the the struggles that I'm having with that and selling the RV and all that stuff. I have said that a couple of times. I think I even told you, I said, you know, I'm just going to find a place, maybe even if it's close and just go lay out by the pool. Like I was going to go to Louisiana and go to, uh, Cushata or one of those places. I'm not a big gambler, but right. go there by myself, lay out by the pool, just relax, you know, do whatever I want to do. And if I want to gamble, gamble. If I don't, don't. Go hang out by the pool, go eat a steak, whatever. Right. Just meet by myself. Just have a, a, a long weekend and, and de-stress. Yes. I'm still going to do that. Good for you. 
So Good it might you. be two weekends out. I'll probably take off and go somewhere. Yeah, I want to go to Nashville. Too bad. Oh, dude, Nashville is nice. But I'll tell that's you, I, if you haven't been, go to Gatlinburg. Oh, I, I live there. Oh, that's right. You did live there. Never mind. Yeah, I live. I live there for a couple of summers. Sush, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I was going to say, I was going to make the joke, you know, it's too bad Bucky's didn't have a pool in a hotel, you know, because then you'd meet your Bucky's girl. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, the way they're going with 600 gas stations and all that stuff. I know, exactly stuff, right. Pump, gas pumps or whatever. I'm surprised they don't have a recreational water slide out back I with, know. you know, a oh dog park. and Yeah, exactly. It's pretty funny. funny. So, <laughs> anyway. but. Okay, we, we've covered a lot of content, maybe not as much as I wanted to, but I think we did cover quite a bit. You know, I mean, it, it, folks, it's a good list for people to get started. Yes, that's about it. That's exactly we've all probably done a little bit of a little bit of it in our, our normal daily lives, because most people, even if you have just, you know, it doesn't matter what your education level is, if you have a job, you're strict in that job. Most people can maintain a job. You know, they might get bored with their job and want to move on and that's fine, but they're not out of work for long periods of time. At least most of the people that are probably listening to our podcast. Yeah. So most of the people that are listening to this podcast should be somewhat responsible, have somewhat discipline, somewhat kind of a structure in their lives and they understand it, but they might not have focused in on the situations like I haven't until we brought it up today. Yeah. No, and and even for me, I mean, it's I I unconsciously have done some self care, but it's not like I've focused right. on self care. I didn't sit down and plan out what I need to plan out and yes. say, hey, this is the way I'm going to structure my life, and I'm gonna this is going to help me with my mental care. And you just do it, yeah. you know, especially if you're married with kids and it just, it has to be done. Right. You have a way that things are going to be and you just do it. Right. Now I will say I've been more conscious after I took the class, but before okay. that, you know, it was really, you know, so I've been very conscious about trying to, you know, because I took the class and now people are coming and asking me questions. Well, if, right. if I don't know, then how am I going to tell them? So if I need, if I'm not practicing my own self care, how am I going to be able to All tell right. them? You know, I mean, it, it's it goes back to the leading by example. Right. You know, if I'm not doing it myself, how can I promote it to somebody else? It's yes. it's the right thing to do, but yeah, I'm not doing it. Well, why in the hell am I not doing it if it's not the right thing to do? Right. So you know, it's very interesting. Hard. It's to this. I don't know. I don't have time. You know, that's what people do. No, well, that's the excuses. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Start making excuses and, oh, I'm good enough. You yeah. know. Yeah. I don't need to go to church. I already have a relationship with God. You know, those kinds of things that I've heard over my lifetime that were like, I've been guilty of that. Never going to church and saying I got a good enough relationship. I don't have to go. Yeah. Ever. Ever. No. Well, I go, I go to I go to church now, but in the past I've said that. Well, and I have too, but I realized that that's not necessarily the case. 
You can always have a good relationship with God, and church doesn't have anything to do with that, but... You could probably have a better one if you associate it with more Christians. Right, because what that does is it brings it front and center for you to think about. Yes, it does. Because every sermon or mass, whatever you want to call it, whatever religion you are, when you go to church, your chosen church, they talk about things that might make you go, hmm, Yep. I haven't thought of that, or I need to do more of that. Yeah. And that's all it takes right, right there. Right. Those quick little sayings, and then you, your mind's already going to take off and run with it. Especially if you're a responsible, you know, and you have somewhat discipline in your life, which most people do. Well, and, you know, it's pretty funny. You know, we've had Pastor Shannon on, and he will say, you know, I, I'm not perfect. I'm just right. a man, you know. Um, you know, I may be a pastor, but if something I say doesn't make sense to you, you know what? Go to the source. Right. Go to the source. I don't claim to be right. I'm trying to do my best to lead my congregation by the word. But you know what? Go to the source. That's, you know, you go read the Bible. And, you know, if I'm wrong, come show me. He said, we can have a debate. We can talk about it. And if Oh, he would love that. Yes, he would. He would absolutely love that. But you better go in there with your card stacked and ready to go. Exactly. Exactly. Because he Guns really does, he, he does, he believes, and he really studies that. He does, so, and he, he's got it memorized. Well, so I wouldn't be, say that, but he's got it well, close. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm going to yeah. say he's read the Bible more than once, and oh, he's yeah. got a pretty good grasp on pretty much all of it. Oh, yeah, no, I, I so agree with you. So if you come up with a topic, I'm sure he's going to be educated in that specific topic, hopefully, well, not so, you know, equal to your. Yes, yeah. 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 Then well, you'll have an awesome debate. Yeah. If you're smarter than he is, that's not so good. If he's smart, you know, that kind of thing. Well, but here's the whole thing. It's not about smart. It's sometimes our interpretation of the words are different. Right. And that's where the debate comes in. If you're that's what I'm saying. If you're both read it well and yeah. understand it. The debate will come in if you both have different views on that particular situation. Right, exactly. That's when it gets good. No, it does. That's, that's when good. When you're not so knowledgeable about it, and you ask him questions, and he comes back at you, and you're a little confused and bobbled, at, you know, yeah. when they're prepared. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. So, Well, folks, I don't have anything else. Like Nick said, this was a great starting point. Yes. This isn't the end all. There's plenty of other articles out there about self-care. There's plenty of more stuff. You know, go do a little research, you know. But the key point that we take from all of this is self-care is number one. Yes. How can you help somebody else? to think about it. Yes. 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 So you want to help other people? Start with yourself. Amen. So, um, other than that, anything else, last minute announcements or whatever? I'm good, brother. Just love you and had a good show. Loved it. Love, love you too, man. I had, it's a great show. Um, we're going to try to do something fun for next week. All right. Yeah. We've been doing a couple of serious episodes. We're going to try to bring you something fun, folks. We're going to be a little off the wall. We'll see if we can't uh, surprise you guys. 
So, you know, um, look forward to the next episode. Um, keep following, keep listening.